0: And welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I'm your host, Murph. I hope everybody's had a good week out there this week. A lot of stuff going on t- in the uh, in the world today. Uh, had a great U.S. Open. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later in the show. I get asked a lot of the times about, hey, uh, Murph, how can I shave some strokes off my game when I'm out on the course? So we're going to talk about that today as our main topic Um Playing smarter golf to lower your scores a little bit, Uh, and I also got a hilarious story to tell you guys, Um, and I'll I'll save that for the end of the show. But I hope everybody's having a good week. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. If you're new, if you're a a prior listener, welcome back, and uh, let's get on with the show. So I get I get asked a lot of times, Murph, uh, I need to shave some strokes off my game. What? What kind of stuff can I do to do that? So I tell them, well, I also try to find out from them, what's your main purpose or what's your main goal for playing golf? Are you just doing it for fun? Are you competitive? Are you trying to compete against other people? Uh, because that'll make a difference as far as, you know, whether you need to do this kind of stuff to, to get rid of those strokes. Because if you're not going to – um, practice or work on your game. You're you're probably not going to get much better. But what I tell them, one of the biggest thing is um, course management. So you want to try to avoid uh, the penalty shots. You know, keeping you want to keep it in play fairways, greens, and then you want to work on two putting every green. When you start three putting, or You're hitting it in the water or hitting it in bunkers you're not gonna shave strokes off your game that's that's gonna add strokes so try to try to keep the ball in play in the fairway and work on getting it on the green and regulation so green and regulations for those that don't know is when you hit your tee shot and it's a par 4 your second shot if you hit it on the green that's considered a green regulation and then work on two putting, so that you're going to make par. If you hit hit your fairway in regulation, hit your green in regulation, and two putt, you're going to have a par. That's going to shave strokes off your game. If you're hitting it short or left or right of the green, and you chip up and you two putt, you know that's not still that's not bad. That's still only a bogey. You want to try to avoid any double bogeys or three putts. Those things, if you can do that, you're going to shave strokes off your game. Also, when it comes to course management, you don't have to hit driver on every single hole. You know, a lot of people, they have this in their mind, oh, let's boom it down there, a mile down the the fairway. Or I'm just going to hit it as hard as I can, and wherever it ends up, I'll try to get up and down from there. Sometimes you don't need to do that. Sometimes all you gotta do is hit a three wood or an iron off the tee if it's a shorter hole. Don't uh, put yourself in bad predicaments where you're gonna have a problem reaching the green in two. Take the higher percentage shot. Say you got a green, say you got a uh, pin tucked on a green behind a bunker and you're hitting your second shot into the green. You don't have to go at the pin, because if you don't hit it perfectly, and say you hit it short, you're in the bunker. Just aim for the middle of the green and work on two putting to make your par. Those kinds of things are gonna what's gonna help you shave strokes off your game. You got to think in your head: risk reward. Is it worth the risk for me to try to hit this shot? And if I don't pull it off, then I'm then I'm gonna be in tr- some type of trouble, whether it be a bunker or water. And if it's not worth the risk, just go for the middle of the green and make par. And you're going to have to practice. You're not going to get better unless you put the time in. And I've said this on, on previous podcasts when uh, had somebody ask me a question about practicing. You know, and, it, and that's where it falls back to whether or not you're doing this just for fun, to hang out with with the guys or girls drinking and playing golf, having a good time, or if you're trying to get better so that you can compete uh, against friends or even in tournaments. You're not going to get better unless you put the time in. And the main part of your game that you want to work in, work on, I'm sorry, is uh, the short game, chipping and putting. You want to spend three times as much time on chipping and putting than you do on hitting your driver or your irons because that's where you're going to shave the strokes off your game. That's where you're going to get really good so that if you go to hit that second shot and you miss the green, you're going to be able to chip it and get up and down and save par or at worst bogey if you've been practicing that. So work on your chipping and putting more than you do any other part of your game. Another thing is when you start uh, putting, when you're on the practice putting green, work on your lag putting, you know, pick a spot 30 or 40 feet out and practice, not trying to make that putt, but trying to get it as close to the hole as you can. That's gonna cut down on a lot of your strokes if you work on that lag uh, lag putting so that you control the distance and how close you can get to the hole. Like I said, you're not trying to make it. You're not trying to put it in the hole. All you're trying to do is get it close to the hole so you can make that next putt. That's probably one of the biggest ones where people shave their strokes off their game is, is uh, pat in the putting and working on lag putting. Also, practice with a purpose. You know, I I mentioned this again in an earlier podcast that don't just stand there and pound a bucket of balls one right after the other, all seven irons or whatever work on like playing the course on the driving range, pick a flag out there or hit your driver, you know, towards a flag down in the distance and act like, okay, I've got 180 yards in, I'm going to have to hit like a, I don't know, eight iron. And then hit towards the flag that's about 150 yards away. And if you hit it like an imaginary green around that flag, if you hit it on the green, you're done. Say you hit it to the right of the green and you don't, that's not really on the green. Take your wedge and then hit towards one of the shorter ones or chip it just, you know, just off the, the uh, driving range like you're just off the green work on that work on practice on that so that you're not just standing there pounding ball after ball out of after ball mindlessly out into the range that that kind of practice is not gonna gonna help you it's gonna help you if you're having problems striking the ball hitting the center face obviously you want to hit the center face of the club and if you have problems doing that then yeah you're gonna have to work on that too but if you're working on shaving strokes off your game work on that short game that's the biggest i can't stress that enough work on your short game chipping and putting spend more time doing that than anything else another thing you need to work on is make sure you have a good pre-shot routine and stick to it do the same thing every time the reason being that's going to help you stay focused on what you're doing Have a pre-shot routine and and do it every single time. Don't have a hundred swing thoughts in your head. Pick one or two at the most. I normally just pick one. And usually mine, I always focus on tempo. That I want to have a nice, smooth tempo. If if you're thinking about a whole bunch of different things, you're not going to hit the ball very well. I mean, there's been times that I've got up to hit a shot, and instead of just hitting the shot, I'm thinking, okay, do this, do that, do this. And then I hit the shot, and I, I hit it like garbage. Think of one swing thought and just get up and hit your ball. The best golf, golf, best golf I've ever played has always been not thinking about golf. It's always just been getting up and hitting the ball and not thinking about anything. Uh, As far as physical stuff that you can do, what you should work on is exercising um, your core muscles like your your, your stomach and your lower back. Work on stretching too because you want to be flexible. If you're building up your core muscles and you're working on your flexibility you're probably gonna get better control out of your, like your driver and, and all your other shots. And and it may add some length to it also because you're strengthening, strengthening those muscles. Make sure you're d- drinking, um, staying hydrated on the golf course. And no, that's not drinking beer all the time. Uh, drink some water, keep your, keep your uh, body hydrated. Not only your body, but it'll also help you with your mind keeping you focused but work on a lot of flexibility and balance and strengthening exercises so that you can hit the ball and be in, in good enough shape so that you don't get like tired when you're work when you're on the course or um, when you're hitting shots after you know 12 holes all of a sudden you think your back is hurting or something like that so work on that kind of stuff uh, also, try to not think about the shot that you just hit. That shot is over with. You want to think about your next shot, what you're going to do. Focus on that instead of, you know, shoot, I hit that sh- last shot or I missed that putt on the last hole. Don't Don't think about that stuff. You got to think positive when you're playing golf. Also, like when you're going to tee off and you got water on the right-hand side, don't think, don't think about the water. Somebody, a couple of my buddies will will be playing and they'll say something like, oh, hey, um, hey, Murph, there's water on the right-hand side. And my answer to them is always, what water? If you think about it, if you know in your mind if you're thinking oh don't hit it in the water don't hit it in the water don't hit it in the water you're probably going to hit it in the water don't think negative thoughts think positive i don't know how many times i've been playing with somebody and they'll verbally say it not only think it but they'll verbally say oh i'm I'm not going to hit this very good well don't you're probably not going to hit it very good because that's what you're thinking you gotta think positive even if you have to, you know, just take a deep breath, try to relax before you hit the shot. Instead of worrying about water or sand or, you know, people behind you like you're playing too slow or whatever. Don't think about that kind of stuff. Just focus on the, on the shot and don't try to overthink it. Another way that you can lower some uh, strokes off your game is... When you're playing with somebody don't try to play their game play your own game and what i mean by that is i'm playing with my buddy and in my head when i get up to the hole i'm thinking okay i'm gonna hit uh, i'm gonna hit a three wood off this tee but we get up there and he pulls out a driver and goes up to hit a driver so there's been times that i thought to myself oh He's hitting driver. Man, I better hit driver. So then I change and, and hit my driver. It doesn't always turn out bad, but that wasn't my game plan. And it changed because of what he did. Don't don't let somebody else influence how you're going to play a hole. You play it the way that you thought that you were going to play it. If you're going to hit three wood, hit three wood. It doesn't matter what they hit. If you're going to hit an iron, hit an iron. Doesn't matter what they what they hit. Now they'll probably give you some ribbing, you know. Oh, you're hitting an iron, you sissy, or whatever. But you can't, you can't try to do what they do. If it, if you have it in your mind that hey, I'm going to hit a three wood, and then they hit driver. Don't don't worry about that. Just play your game. Remember, you're not, for the most part, playing them. You're playing against the golf course. Now, there are some cases where you might play match play or whatever like that. And, okay, sure, if you're playing match play, then you're going to be playing somebody. But for the most part, when you're out there playing, you're playing, you know, the golf course. You're playing yourself. Some days you're going to play, play good. Some days you're going to play really good. Some days you're going to play bad or really bad. I mean, there's been times I, you know, I shot 67 in a tournament to, to win I uh, was down four strokes, shot 67, and I end up winning by five. And then, you know, a month later, I'm playing another tournament a uh, uh, qualifier for the uh, U.S. Senior Open qualifier. And I go out there, and on the very first tee, I hit two balls OB. And right then, mentally, I gave in. I was like, I'm done. There's no way I can win now. Uh, I'm going to take... At least a six or seven or eight on this hole. And that puts me out of the tournament. These guys aren't going to, you know, they're not going to play that bad. And I ended up shooting like a 99. And I was like, what? This game, that's why I'm saying, and I said this earlier in another podcast, people think that you can beat this game. There's going to be days that you're going to play good and there's going to be days that you're going to play bad. And you cannot let that get you down mentally and think that you're never going to play good. You will play good. If you put the time in and the effort, you will get better and you will say, shave some strokes off your game. But don't don't get discouraged. It's not an easy game. You just can't, uh, not everybody can just pick up a club and, and play and, and play well. And even the pros i mean you saw that with the u.s open i mean yeah that's a tough course and you had guys pros shooting 82 83 so it it happens to everybody not just not just the common guy playing golf it happens even to the best players in the world you just gotta think about what you did what you did wrong Here's what I, here's another thing that you can do that help you um, with your practicing. Also, is when I play around a round of golf on the scorecard. So I have my name, and then I put under my name I put F I R G I R and putts. And then so when I play the hole and I mark my score down under F I R. That's fairways and regulation. If I hit the fairway, if my ball is in the fairway. I put a a check, or actually I just put a circle. If I miss to the right, I put an arrow to the right. If I miss to the left, I put an arrow to the left. The next slot, GIR, is greens in regulation. So if it's a par four and I hit on the green in two, I put a check mark. And then the putts are how many putts it took for me to make it. And so I track each, I do this on every round of golf I play. And the reason I do it, and then I add them up at the end, but the reason I do it is I I compare that, I look at that, and then I say, okay, I hit 10 fairways in regulation. I hit 12 greens in regulation. I had 28 putts. That helps me focus when I go to the range and I work on things and I look at my, my fairways and regulation. Well, okay, I'm missing a lot to the right. So I'm doing something that I'm I'm pushing the ball out to the right or if it wasn't wind affected or anything like that. So then that's the kind of stuff when I go to the range, I, I work on. Okay, I'm hit my driver to the right. I need to try to straighten that out. So that could be a, a, a bunch of different things. Uh, my grip's not right. My, my alignment is not right. Uh, my swing path is not right. So you got you to gotta put the time in and you got to put the work in if you want to shave some strokes off your game and you want to get better. All right. I'll be right back after this short break. Okay, welcome back, everybody. All right, so hopefully those tips will help you guys um, that need it. If you have any other questions or want me to go into detail about anything else, just shoot me an email it's Murph's place 808 at gmail.com or you can click on my site on anchor and uh, leave me a voice message there if you haven't if you want me to talk about anything else in detail and any of this stuff uh, also if there's any other topics you want me to cover uh, shoot me an email and let me know let's uh, talk about the US Open wow man what a tournament that was crazy those greens i don't know if you guys watched it but those greens were i mean some of those putts those guys were hitting it was unreal the slope of those greens and the breaks that were in it what's amazing is that only one guy shot under par today which i shouldn't say that's amazing sunday at the u.s open it's rare that guys shoot under par it's not uh the way the USGA sets it up and the way the course was playing, it's not rare. Well, it is rare that somebody shoots under par, but Deschambeau, man, that guy, three under today, three under to win, win it by six strokes. He finished minus six, and Matthew Wolf finished. He shot five over today, and he shot even. So it was a good tournament. Tough like it was expected to be yeah you had uh DeChambeau in first place Wolf in second and Oosthuizen who I thought I was talking to one of my buddies last night and I thought that he had a chance to win it and we had picked a few other guys to win but uh, didn't turn out good for us congrats to Deschambeau. That guy, it was funny, uh, I was watching the other day, it was uh, Saturday, Saturday night. They were doing the live at the U.S. Open, and you had uh, Justin Leonard, I think was one of them, Chambly, I think's the other one. They were talking, you know, they're talking about the golf and and the stuff that was going on that day, and they kept cutting to the driving range because (laughs) D Shambo was out there hitting balls, and it was dark, I mean it was nighttime and he was out there still hitting balls practicing and that's probably why cuz that just goes to show right there what I said about putting time in if you want to get good you want to get better you got to put the time in so he's out there you know 3 4 hours after the golf was over you know on the driving range hitting balls when his caddy and and his coach was probably like wanting to go to eat dinner or whatever but he's out there working on his game because he wants to get better, and this is the result of it. He wins the tournament. He only won to shoot under par today, and, and and ends up winning the tournament. So it was a good good tournament. It's kind. Of, what's weird is you know the Masters is coming up in November. Obviously, they had to postpone it because of the 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 pandemic. But it's so weird thinking about the Masters being played in November. It just doesn't seem right. And what's even weirder is I wonder if they're going to have the Masters at the regular time next year, which I think is April. That's going to be weird because whoever wins this Masters in November, they're only going to be Masters champ for like five months. (laughs) I mean, they'll always have the green jacket, but they're only going to be the champ for like five months if they have it in in april which i'm assuming it'll go back to the regular time once this stuff gets cleared up so good tournament looking forward to the masters a lot of people that i've talked to uh, over the past year or so they've all kind of been on tiger's bandwagon or whatever and i'm a tiger fan don't don't get me wrong they probably think the way because the way I, I talk about him not talk about him but talk about them and their undying devotion to him they you would think i don't like tiger i i i like tiger tiger is just not going to be the tiger that he was before and, and some of my buddies thinks you know that he's going to be that almost that same guy again and i that's i don't see it happening i'm not some great seer I'm, i don't know crap but i just don't see it happening so we have a little wager on whether or not he's going to uh break jack's record for majors i don't think it's going to happen i definitely want. and i had another buddy want to want to bet me that he would win another tournament and i'm like oh yeah well i i think he'll win another tournament uh, i just don't think it'll it'll be breaking the major the major record anyhow who you guys think is going to win uh the masters i I mean you can make a strong argue, argument that dechambeau might be the favorite going into it but who do you guys think is going to win it shoot me an email and let me know just for uh just for the fun of it. See who uh, who picks who to win it. I know uh, that... I'll, I'll tell you, I don't think he's going to win it, but I was really impressed by Victor Hovland's play. Now, he didn't play great. He was five over today and he finished the tournament like at seven over and like tied for 13th or something like that. But what I was impressed with was he made some clutch putts to save par. It's like only his... I think it's his first major um, or second major that he's ever played. And he just showed a lot of poise. I was really impressed by that. I'm not saying that he's going to win the Masters. He was able to compose himself and play and grind it out like he did uh, for as long as he did. That was pretty cool. So we'll see. You never know. These guys, they're they're just so good. It's crazy. Uh, one of the guys, I want to say it was maybe... Justin Leonard asked something about, you think you could break 100 on that U.S. Open court if a 10 handicap could uh, break 100 on that course? I would say no way. I mean, you got pros that were shooting 82 out there. I don't think a 10 handicap would break 100 on that course that they played, the way it was set up and from the tees they were playing. I just don't see it happening. But congrats to DeChambeau. Some people like him, some people don't. The guy's just crazy. He's he's uh, he's got this scientific approach to the game. It works for him. Guys, guy gained like forty pounds this season. It's nuts. What what also was cool about him though was that he's only the third player to win. He won the uh, U.S. Amateur. He won the U.S. Open. And what was the other one that he won? There's only been three guys to do it. Tiger, uh, Nicholas, and DeChambeau now to win all three. I can't remember the third one. I can't remember what the third one was, though. But that's pretty cool that that he won all three of those. Yeah, so the guy's just amazing. He's um, an amazing golfer. And one of the true guys that really puts in the time. Uh, to be as good as he is. It's just amazing. Let's take a short break, and I'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Smart Boy Studios, the best studio and artists collective out of the state of Ohio smart boy studios provides recording mixing and mastering services as well as any other audio post-production you need whether you're looking to put out a new single put together an audio book for your bestseller or make your podcast the best it can be visit www.smartboystudios.com today DiCasso, an artist on smart boy entertainment just dropped his new album suburban king the story of westerly drive available on all streaming platforms now Physical copies are also available on the Smart Boy Studios website. The album features Grammy-nominated writer Troy Hayes, music from all Smart Boy Entertainment producers, and some of the best vocal talent from the Midwest. Suburban King tells the story of DeCasso's youth, moving from the inner city to a suburban neighborhood, and the trials and tribulations of adolescence, racism, and adapting to a new environment. Search DeCasso, that's D-C-A-S-S-O, on your favorite streaming platform or visit www.smartboystudios.com to check it out if you'd like to support smart boy studios and their artists visit threads.smartboystudios.com to check out their merch they have hoodies hats shirts and more all right welcome back everybody so i gotta tell you guys this funny story um i'm not back to work yet at one of the golf courses I work at, but I've been going over and hanging out. And the other day I went over, we turned the water, we had a water leak and we turned the water back on. And as we turned the water back on, we looked over at hole eight and the sprinklers were on. So my boss was like, Hey, run up to the run to the maintenance shed and grab the T handle and go over and shut those sprinklers off. They must've forgot to turn them off. So, I ran up to the maintenance shed, came back. And now, granted, my position at this golf course is I work in the office uh, as an assistant to the to the director of golf. So I'm not a maintenance guy. But I, I figured I would be able to turn off a, a water, you know, turn off the sprinklers. So I put the T-handle down there and I start turning it, turning it, turning it, turning it all of a sudden the water is not the sprinklers are not going off but all of a sudden a about a six inch round column of water shot straight up hit me in the face knocked me almost knocked me unconscious knocked me on backwards on the ground and i laid on the ground like choking because i was i swallowed a Two gallons of water <laughs> the, the metal thing came the plug came up out of the hole hit me in the leg and cut my leg so I'm laying on the ground like trying to catch my breath and then I'm this water is just shooting up like a fountain probably 20 feet in the air so I jump in the car. I run over there and I shut the main water off get it shut off and it's still shooting up for a little bit And it finally calms down and goes back down and I put the plug back in the, the sprinkler head back in and I tighten it, tighten it down and shut it off. And yes, I was not aware. Well, I, I wasn't thinking it wasn't a, I wasn't aware, but, uh, instead of going righty tidy to tighten it, I was going lefty loosey, and loosening where I screwed it all the way out of the, out of the, uh, plug. And that's why the water shot up and about drowned me. So, yeah, I was soaking wet, covered in dirt, covered in grass clippings. I drove up when up went up to the to the clubhouse, and uh, John took a picture of me and was like, "What happened?" I told him, and he was like, "Really? It's righty tidy." I go, "I I wasn't even thinking. I thought I was I was just turning it, shutting it off. I wasn't even thinking." But yeah, I just about drowned. I told I told John I was like, man, I wish somebody was videotaping that. That, that would have been a great viral video because that had to have looked funny. And I did one of those. Of course, you know, like when you do something like that, you kind of look around and see if anybody's watching because you were kind of embarrassed. And there's houses all along the the road right over there, so somebody could have very easily been watching. But yeah, so. I didn't drown, and uh, we did get the water off, so everything's good. Well, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys all have a good week. Uh, If you have any questions, uh, topics you want to discuss, or anything else, just shoot me an email. That's um, at mersplace808 at gmail.com. mersplace808 gmail at gmail.com. Or you can go to the Anchor site and leave me a message there. So I hope you guys have a great week. And hopefully we should be back to playing golf here on the island uh, this week sometime. Hopefully by Thursday. So I know a couple of my buddies got tee time set up. So I'm planning on playing Friday. And then I have a tournament on Saturday for the VGA. So hopefully you guys are hitting them straight, having fun. And we'll see you guys next week. Aloha.